If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. others out there. I wish you a day of peace and love and joy. I know it's a rare occasion that we're going through, but I hope that is as normal as possible for you and yours. Let's start off with the unpleasantries. Let's get this out of the way. 3.9 million people worldwide have coronavirus. 273,000 deaths worldwide. The United States of America, 1.3 million cases and almost 80,000 deaths. So now that that is out of the way, I don't want to spend too much time talking about that, but we will get back to that in other subject matters. Now, I understand that it's really not a good time. So we try to do the best we can here at Strange Talk with Doc to entertain you, give you some things to think about other than what's going on with this pandemic. But a lot of things intertwine with it. So for that matter, I am going to go back and forth, so bear with me. But like I said, Strange Talk with Doc is not here to bring you down. It's not make you feel bad. It's not here to kick any kind of crazy knowledge that you may not have. It's just giving you somebody else's opinion on what's going on in the world today. So this week, I've been watching a lot of television, movies, listening to a lot of music, That's one thing about the coronavirus. It has forced me to listen to a lot of music because we have a lot of free time on our hands, just like anybody else. So I watched uh, It Chapter 2. It wasn't bad. It was very, very, very long. I will say that much. I enjoyed it, though. Extra long. It it, it definitely was, wasn't it? Yeah. I I fell asleep, but it was was too long. They could have got it out the way maybe an hour and a half. Really? Yeah, I felt like they could have did everything they needed to do in an hour and a half. Okay, that was weird. I, I, but I did enjoy it. I will say that much. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. I watched Harriet this week. I enjoyed uh, that. I didn't see that yet. Uh, Harriet is going to piss you off as a black man, you know, because of the subject matter, but it was a good movie, well yeah, acted. I need to wait for that for a reason, because I, I just get tired of those damn movies. Well, you know, that's that's how the world goes, man. I've seen Uncut Gems. I enjoyed Uncut Gems. Yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> that was very weird. The first 45 minutes of the movie was like a machine gun being shot. I mean, it was just... You didn't get a second to breathe. It was really weird. 
And initial was going to. I tell people they either gonna Go like it, or I tell people they either gonna like that movie a lot, or they're gonna hate it. There's, there's, mm. there's no in between in that movie. Yes, I thought Adam did great, but it was uh, the first, like I said, forty minutes. Man, you don't even get a chance to like breathe. It's just boom, 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 boom. I'm like, damn, what is going on? Could y'all take it a little easy? Let us digest a little stuff that's going on here. Now, I did watch some documentaries this week. I watched uh, Michael, uh, Gene Michael uh, Basquiat, The Radiant Child. I wanted to know more about this uh, Basquiat. Everybody goes crazy about his art. So it was, a, it was an interesting documentary, and I will say one thing. I'm a huge fan of documentaries, so, you know, I had to watch that. And I'm sure you watched The Last Dance last week. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Um, you know what? If they didn't have The Last Dance on right now, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck would Stephen A. Smith have to talk about for four days. Really? Yeah, I'm like, because no, besides last night, there's no other sports on. Yes, we did have UFC last night. Now, I have not watched it yet. That's my today's programming. I will watch that during the day. Part. Okay, I mean, the card itself was fantastic as far as the names. Now, the action, I don't know. Uh, now, I do want to ask you a question about that. UFC, uh, Jacare Souza tested positive, him and a couple of his cornermen. Do you think they should have went on with the show, even though everybody else tested negative? Um, I, I don't really know if you could get a false negative, well, normally it's a false positive, but I don't know if you tested the, the, right before the fight if you could be given a negative if you're positive. If that's the yeah, case, so that, yeah, the event should have been canceled. I, I, I did find it a little bit weird to me that they went on, but you know that they, they're really pressing this. And if you notice something that was really weird, everybody and their mother wore a mask. But Dana wants to play this Superman Trump kissing ass thing where Dana never wore a mask during the weigh-ins. He was actually almost, he almost made a mistake and shook one of the guy's hands before it hit him in his head and he gave him his fist. And still, like, you don't even want to do the fist. You want to do the elbow, something that you're not going to rub in your face. Yep. So Everyone had on a mask yesterday except, that I think about it, the commentators, Dana, the fighters, and the referee, and the ring girl. Yeah, Dana is not, he's refusing to, he wants to come off, when this is said and done, he wants his uh, legacy to be, I was the guy who stood up to coronavirus. I stood up to COVID-19, and I personally kicked his ass. It can't get me, which I think is a foolish message to send to the general public, but, you know, you know how that circle works over there. Now, tonight, tonight, we got the Michael Jordan Naturally Last Dance, but the WWE is also having a documentary out there called The Last Ride. It's The Undertaker. I think it's a five or six-parter. I can't wait to see part one tonight. Yeah, what is it coming on right after the pay-per-view? Right after uh, whatever the name of this pay-per-view is tonight, it's going to be airing. Okay. Shut up. It's hard, though, to watch those 
because I'm like, all right, the pay-per-view's 7 to 11, almost. And then we'll put on the documentary from 11 to 12. Like, I always miss that. Yeah, but you know, but there's WWE Network, so you could always, I guess, go back and and review it or yeah, on demand it. I don't have the network, that's why. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't be watching it tonight because I'm a, I, you know what, I hate it. I, no, I'm not hating to say it. I admit, I'm I'm the Ben Franklin guy. Early to bed, early to rise. That's just me. So I'm very rarely up at 12 o'clock watching TV, but I might be up for the rest of the day at 2.30 in the morning. See, that's normal for me. Yeah. I go to bed around 8 o'clock at night, but I'm up every day at 2, 2.30. That's how I live. I've been living like this for many years, so that's quite normal for me to be up. Look at the seven to eight hours, so. Yes, I get my hours, and my wife loves it because she gets to get rid of me around eight (laughs) o'clock. You know, I'm not, unless there's a major sporting event on, like, you know, when football is on or something, basketball, I'll stay up for the game. But a Monday to Thursday or Friday and there's nothing going on, and I can watch this shit tomorrow, I'll watch it tomorrow. Now I uh, I did watch the gentleman. I know that you wasn't. You said you're not a fan of Matthew McConaughey. I thought the gentleman was a good movie. It was fast paced. It was wacky. It's British. I enjoyed it. Is that on Netflix or something? I know I saw it somewhere, but I don't remember where. Yeah, well, it was released in the theaters last year, so it's out there. It's out okay. there on Amazon Prime and all those other places. And then I also watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought that was a very good movie. It was also wacky, a Quentin Tarantino film. Now, what Quentin... That's a long one. It's about three hours. It's, it's like a link between uh, Charles Manson and some people in Hollywood. So it was kind of a weird story. And I, even Bruce Lee gets his ass kicked in this movie, something we've never seen. He gets just demolished. Bruce Willis... I mean, um. Brad Pitt beats Bruce Willis. I mean, uh, Bruce Lee up. Well, sure. <laughs> so, you know, now I did try to watch something on Netflix called Bad Blood. I Man. could not make it through an episode mafia? of Bad Blood. Media mafia? Yes. Well, I'll finish that. I actually enjoyed that one. I thought that it was well acted, it looked good, but there was a major problem. For me, if you're going to go do gangster films, they have to be on premium cable or at least like these Hulus, Amazons, or Netflix where there can be adult language. Gangsters can't sit around the table, be killing people, and don't use cuss words. It's just not. You can't mix church and gangster. It's just... This was a regular television. See, most people don't notice, but Bad Blood was for regular television in Canada, like on NBC or ABC at the middle, like 8 o'clock at night. So they're not going to get too death-defying. It's not going to be brass ass and sex and, you know, stuff like that. I, I, I watched episode one. The only word that they said was shit. That was it. I was like, man, you can get that on WWE. <laughs> You know, and then they had the, the guy in the background who was talking like it was Goodfellas. So that kind of hypes you. And then you say, he ain't saying nothing. So I bailed on that. I couldn't make it through. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think they're short, like Peaky Blind. There's only six episodes a season. Now, I did watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring last week, and that was a crazy program. It was about this Herb Abrams dude who owned UWF, a wrestling organization. I I didn't even know about this. Was it? It's a must-watch. This dude is over the top. He's wrestling. This dude is wrestling. Like, just think about when you were growing up how wrestling was different than now everybody was this character. He's the owner, and he was, I guess he was Mr. McMahon, but for his organization. Okay. And this week's uh, Dark Side of the Ring is one, a group that everybody knows, the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. And we know how Hawk ended up, but I want to hear some of the backstory. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one too. Then the Owen Hart should be next, I think. Yeah, I think they're saving Owen for like the season finale because they know that everybody's familiar with Owen. Yeah. You know. Now, I did listen this week because I was like I was saying right before you called in. I've been doing a lot of television, a lot of music. I mean, all kinds of music. I don't care what the music is I'm listening to. If it's new, I'm listening to it. So I listened to Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes. And I must say that I was very disappointed. Not one song made the cut. And when I say make the cut, make the cut to me means that something that I would ride around in my car listening to. Not a single song on the CD made the cut. Is that a new CD or old CD? I think it's a new CD he just dropped. He just dropped it like a week or so ago. Like I said, the name of it is Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Tootsie Slide song on there? Tootsie's on there plus some other stuff. Okay, so yeah, it's brand new then. All right, yeah. I I, I haven't seen it. See, and this lets you know that it's not an oldie because he has songs on there with Chris Brown. So you can't have songs with Chris Brown and it be old. Now, I did listen to something that I thought was quite interesting. Machine Gun Kelly came out with a song called Bloody Valentine. And the reason I like this song is because Machine Gun Kelly, one, did not rap a word on this song. He did a punk rock singing vibe, and it showed some versatility. And I kind of going to respect him for the versatility of doing something outside his normal genre. I thought that was pretty cool. It's like I would have that's like artists I would have to go physically find his music. Well, see me personally, like I said, Ned, I go through I have this thing. Uh, I could send you the website if you want. It's every song released by any artist in the world today. So you just look in there, you say you see the names that you like. Like I know automatically I'm never listening to another the baby C D again. So he could drop CDs every day. I'm not listening. But Tia dropped a, a song. See, sometimes it's just songs and sometimes it's full CDs. Sia dropped a song called Save My Life. And that's a pretty cool song. I like the song a lot. Sia can blow. She's a great singer. So I enjoyed that. And Joel Ortiz. Oh, yeah, that's right. Joel Ortiz and King Crooked dropped a song called Hard. H-A-R-D. 
Yeah, I got to check that out because I think they're going to drop an album under that group name. I think he mentioned that yesterday. Well, this is a for sure. This was just the first single that they dropped. Uh, I think this is just to wet your tongue, you know, like tickle your tickle your nuts or something, because I, I know that they can come better, and I know that they can come harder, but it was enjoyable. You know, the more I, you turn me, I believe you were the one who turned me on the slaughterhouse, if I'm not correct, if I'm correct. Uh, I, I don't recall. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I'm looking back at slaughterhouse in retrospect, I like a lot of things that Joe does, but I think uh, Royce, Joel, and uh, King Crooked could have survived without him. And well, I, I seem to enjoy. I, I felt like they should have just just got another fourth member. I had Jonah Lucas or somebody, just anybody that could rap. Well, see, you know what? What you call them did acts, and they told him no. Uh, Felipe, uh, what's the Luis Felipe or oh, something like uh, that? Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, but they they said that you know he's more on that you know kick knowledge type stuff, and that yeah, that's yeah. not always going to flow with them. But he actually put it out like on the Instagram and stuff like that, that he wanted to be the fourth member. They was like, you know what, we're going to do different things. You might see Crooked with Royce. You might see Royce with Joel. And they're going to keep it like that and leave it alone. I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I, I think all three of those guys are phenomenal, especially since I, I think Royce has gotten better. Yeah, Royce gets better with age. I don't – Crooked put out a – Music, but it—I don't know if he puts out because he always puts out music with other like groups and stuff like he creates, but it never seems to trickle its way over here. Like it's—I feel like it's more underground music than anything else. Yeah, he had a, he had a pretty decent uh, a couple of ones that I had heard on YouTube, but he is so Cali. He like he represents Cali so hard that some of the stuff that he's talking about only relates to being from California. Yeah. But, you know, especially when... The album that came out that everyone praised, it was him and somebody else. I can't remember the person's name. People people praised it, but it's like he doesn't get the the respect he deserves. No. Matter of fact, these guys don't even get the views they deserve. You have a guy like Tatashi, Tashashi69 do his Instagram thing uh, two days ago and two million people watch. Yeah, he put out a and YouTube song, video that got like two, almost like three million views in two days. Yeah. See, he'll get that for this Gamby or whatever the fuck the name of this song is, and it'd be pretty much garbage. But then you get a real artist. You know, Meek Mills kind of said it right. Some people do numbers on the internet. Other do other guys do numbers in their bank account. There's a difference. So which one do you want? You want the bank account numbers, or do I you think want the, the bank like account it? numbers? Is coming with the with the with his numbers because that's how his popularity started, and that's where all his money yeah, came but, from. And you know like, what? I I watched a, I guess you could say an excerpt of. Uh, because there was no way in the world I was watching that. I mean, first of all, I didn't even know he was doing it, and I didn't care. But he did make some good points. I'm going to give him credit for that. He made some good points about loyalty and why he did what he did. 
he felt super slighted, even though I think that being a rat is still being a rat. Yeah. And if you're going to... If you're gonna do shit shit the street way, he should have he should have put his money to some street shit. You know, you want to hurt me? I can put my money towards getting you hurt if that's the life you want to live. And I don't think he was supposed to ever be a coward, and he wound up being a coward. But when he did discuss loyalty, and anybody can go back and listen to it on your own time, there's a thing called loyalty, and if somebody's not loyal to you, you don't owe them a drop of loyalty. That's just being God honest, that true. Was, they asked 50 Cent this, like, maybe two weeks ago, and he was like, this kid is going to come out. Well, he's home. he was home at that time. He said, the question was, do you think he's going to be successful? And he said he thinks he's going to be really successful for the simple fact is his demographic ain't street people. It's middle of America, these white kids. They don't care if you're snitching or not, and they're the people that's buying the music. So he's always going to be able to make money. And sure enough, he came home, put out that video, and put out um, his Instagram live, and he did numbers. And he in fifty yeah, cents. He, all he has to do is tell these people they was trying to sleep with, they slept with his baby mother, they was trying to take his money, they was trying to hurt his mom. Those type of fans, those white fans or whatever, in middle America is going to be like. Oh, yeah, I would have snitched, too. Yeah, you know what? It made me, when he said what he said, Nat, it made me go back and look at the video of the kidnapping. That was pretty yeah. fucked up, man. You know, the dude kept telling him, even though he's like, you my man and everything, you know I'm about to shoot you. I mean, I don't have anybody that I've ever had tell me I'm going to shoot you. You know, so that, that that's a weird dynamic right there. But... You know what? I'm, I wish him the best. And he, he, what he needs to do is grow up a little bit. He's not a dummy. You, if you listen to him talk, you can actually tell he has some intelligence. But he does stupid shit. Like, if you're on the run, Connor, and let's, let's assume he's kind of on the run. There might be some people out there to get him. You don't sit on your balcony and show the building you're staying in. Because he had to take that shit down, the net, like, instantly because people started putting his address online. If you're looking for him, this is where he's at. Why would you do that to your to your family? Well, they did say that too. They was like, when these people rat on these people, they was like, when have you heard of someone retaliating? Nice. Like, it's not like the mob days. They was like, when did have you, we heard that someone retaliated against these people? Net, let's be honest about them too. The mob has been ratting. If you look back at these movies that they released later on, see, while it's going on, they don't say it. But when this shit is released 20 years later, the movies, they've been writing since the 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, I wish Bones was, call, was, was calling in because he worked in that industry, the prison industry. And I guarantee you that 65 to 70% of all the people, it's not good lawyers, not good uh, district attorneys, they get guys locked up. It's guys speaking. Matter of fact, I had a buddy of mine, right? I went by his house one day, and the cops rolled in on his house. And I'm like, why they roll in your house? Well, there's supposedly a gun in this house. And what happened was a guy in the street corner was selling drugs. But the cops didn't want drugs. They was like, give us a guy with a gun. So then my buddy, who had the gun, 
They was like, we really don't want a guy with a gun. We want a guy with a body. Give us a guy with a body. And that's the way the justice system works. They take a little guy and say, give me a bigger guy. And a bigger guy, give me somebody else. So it's a whole, the criminal system is full of rats. If they if they dead honest about it, but most of them want to perpetuate the lie that there's honor among thieves. There's no honor among thieves. There's a reason that saying is out there. You know, nobody wants to sit sit in a in a in a jail cell for the rest of their life. Not when you can get this motherfucker up up the block. You don't really dig him anyway. Fuck you. The first thing that goes to your mind is me or him. I get to sleep with my woman tonight, or this bastard got to go fight Billy for his ass tomorrow. Then go fight Billy for your ass tomorrow. And, well, and wait, that's hey, just look at, the, look at the different cultures that re, that use the saying. We grew up snitches, snitches get stitches mentality. I don't see no other culture doing that. Yeah, because you know what? They, they, they have an idea in their mind that they don't glorify they don't glorify the lowest level of their society, which is the criminal level of their society. There's no reason to glorify them. I mean, the Robin Hood, you know, the British tried to make the hood into Robin Hood. He robbed from the rich and he gave to the poor, but that's not how it goes. We all know the more money you make, the more money you want to hold on to. That's just how it you know, flows. Man, so they finally arrested these fucking this father and son combination for killing that young man. You know the jogging brother? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took long enough. First of all, that county was messed up because the district attorney, and I know her name. Her name is Jackie Johnson. She blocked the police from arresting him because the father used to work directly for her. She knows him because he was an ex-cop. You know, the McMichaels, the McMichaels' father and son. That's their name, McMichaels. So they finally arrested him. And I think that the guy who did the filming was just as involved as the two McMichaels. Yeah, definitely, because at first I thought it was just a random person. No, why Why would you... Yeah, why would you be just randomly shooting your do-nothing block? I mean, no, I just thought, you know, some people have um, dashboard cameras on their cars, so I thought it was like one of those type of things that maybe you was driving behind them and seen this and stopped. Man, and unfortunately, like an idiot, man, and I told myself not to do it because I knew it was going to piss me off. I watched it, and I was irate. I'm still irate about what he had to go through the last moments of his life. That shit is just uncalled for. Yeah, from what that first... DA said, or the police officer said, oh, self-defense, something like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm jogging, right? I'm just jogging down the street. This truck pulls up. Mind you, I probably can't hear what they're saying if I had headphones on. But if I see this truck pulls up, or if I hear them, well, we spouting something, and they get out of the car with a shotgun pointed at me, you have two things you're going to think of. You have no weapon on you, so now your flight or f- fight or flight kicks in. So what do you do? You can't say, oh, uh, he grabbed the gun, so I wasn't doing nothing. I'm minding my own business jogging down the street. You pulled the gun out on me, so what am I supposed to do? Just stand there, and I know I didn't do anything? 
You can't tell people how they react with a gun pointed in their face. Yeah, and he, he let off several shots. I mean, it, 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 this is sickening. This has been a really embarrassing week for white people, and it's been a deadly week for black people. Because not just that, we had this fucking 24-year-old guy in St. Paul, Minnesota, Anthony Trifoletti. He kills 39-year-old Doug Lewis because he was scared. I mean, this is the, always scared. You don't, don't matter what the fuck we're doing, what are you scared of? This dude is out there delivering pizzas. He's out there working for Amazon, and some 24-year-old punk coward kills him because he made him scared. When did he become, what? Ned, explain to me, how did they get to the culture where they just look at us and say we're expendable? It's it's crazy. I don't know. First of all, I don't even know how you can have that form of feeling by just seeing a person and hating them just off of a, a feeling. I get feelings all the time, but shit, sometimes I get bad feelings and I don't react to them. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, this is, and and the thing that really pisses me off is that in in joint, they don't come together and stand up against this. They should be as in, they should have so, they should be angry that automatically people are going to think that they, Thumbs this up that they co-sign this kind of behavior because this is not the only one. You got these fucking guys. You had a dude running around in in uh, California with the KKK hood on. Another one in the supermarket with a Nazi SWAT sticker flag on his mask. You know, this is just this is outlandish and outrageous. The, the behavior that has gone on recently. Yeah, someone made a good point that, um, so, see, like, it's people out there that's supporting um, that that father-son guy, you know, the people that's um, in, the, in Michigan that's showing up with the guns in their rallies. These are the same people that was like, Black Lives Matter was terrorist groups. Um, same people that probably protested against Carly Kaepernick taking the knee, that just goes to show you when black people do something, they try to make it the most extreme thing they possibly can. But when they do it, they're in the right. Right. If we draw a part. With, with Hitler signs and Nazi stick, um, stickers and, and um, um, pistols and shotguns in the Capitol, no one says a thing. It, it's yeah, we had... We had an incident down here yesterday, and I hope this shit makes national news. A sheriff, deputy sheriff, Monica Shepard, right? Her and a group, let's call them a lynch mob. Her and a group of other armed white people went and knocked on a door of a black man and woman in this place called New Hanover. I don't even know where the fuck New Hanover, North Carolina is, right? This, they knocked on this Jordan Kidner. And he demanded to know where this girl was, who was later found safe and unharmed at another location. But a deputy, deputy clothing, got a group of white 
armed men to go knock on a black person's door. I mean, what kind of justice or law is this? This is no law at all. Yep, nope, not normal. Well, it's normal this for is them. 2020, and it's all right to join a lynch mob. 2020. And personally, if you kill the one person who never did you no dirt, what do you get at the end of the day for this? Is there a special medal or reward that they get that we don't know about? Yeah, it's crazy, but I, I, I say flip it. Let's take a mob. Let's just say five black guys with guns and go knock on a white person's door. I guarantee we'll be arrested and, and, and charged with menacing or anything else. It's going to be, Ned, I've got I to correct you on that. It's going to be worse than that. You get five black armed guys knock on any white person's door in America, and you're going to have not only the state police, marshals, you might have a little bit of form of the National Guard brought in, like if it's an uprising. That's what's going to happen. They're going to treat it as though there is some kind of revolt or riot happening. I mean, that, that town, that new Hanover town, I mean, they fired this this chef, this deputy instantly because this motherfucker actually did it in uniform. Went in uniform and did this. Didn't ask all the cops to come with it. Asked some local, probably yokel rednecks, y'all want to come? We'll show them. Like, this is 1920 Jim Crow. And see, y'all got a cop up there in New York that's totally fucking out of control. This guy seemed like I've seen him in like three different incidents. And what is this character's name? His name is Francisco Garcia. He's the one who was beating the kid up for social distancing on the corner. And the same cop had his knee in some other kid's neck about social distancing. And he beat up a man and a woman. This dude is out of control. Yeah, Francisco Garcia, he's made the news. I'm putting it just way. He's made national news for his incidents. And he's up to like three incidents. They finally suspended him and took his gun. Wait, was that the New York cop? The New York Spanish dude with the beard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get, yeah, 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 that asshole. Yeah, the city also had to pay almost like 210000 for a prior lawsuit. Yeah, he's, this dude, now in L.A. they got one too. Also a Spanish cop. His name is Frank Hernandez. This dude has been involved in three different shooting incidents, and they showed him beating up a guy for not wearing a mask. Oh, oh yeah, I did see that one, too. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, see and, Hello? Yeah, I said good morning, fellas. Oh, good hey, morning. hey, what's going on? Bones. Just to, just yeah, to we, piggyback on that uh, guy with the uh, Francisco Garcia, he's, you know, he's been on the job eight years. Um, he was supposed to get promoted. I know somebody that knows him. He was supposed to get promoted. He's been on the job eight years. He has $200,000 worth of uh, lawsuits against him. And, um, you know, the problem with the police department all across America is they defend the bullshit. They defend the uh, institution of 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 the, the the nonsense because what he did was wrong he should have just stayed with that one incident that he was at <clears throat> have thick skin the public is always going to be, go off on you 
say nasty things to you, and you have to be like, that stuff is going out, out the window as long as nobody's touching you. But once he decides to walk 15 feet to engage this guy, you putting yourself, you, you putting yourself in an incident. Yeah, and then you click like in that, um, and he was engaging that, um, that, um, that taser before he even reached the guy. So now when you reach the guy, and then you, maybe the guy did, was in a defensive stance now because you're walking towards him with the taser that's already clicking, and then you swing off on him, but he, he still, the guy still did not even pose a threat because he didn't even fight you back. And you still hooking off on him. Yeah, that guy is completely. When you have cops who make national, I am talking about international news, you got a problem. That is a major problem. When you, and these two cops in particular have made international news. Yeah. And the social distancing in New York, they just had a, a, um, a poll. No, they had this. this these are their statistics. These ain't no outside statistics. These are hardcore facts of statistics of the people that they've given tickets to, summonses to. And one white person, and um, it's, it was 80, it was, I, think it was, I think it was 80 black people, maybe like 60 or 70 Hispanic, and one white person. And then the mayor still says he justifies it and says well, we don't have a problem. Yeah, you do have a fucking problem. It's a problem. The social distancing is, is just the enforcement is stupid. It's just stupid. And my, my, my thought on that is that those who want to be outside and you are risking yourself and your family, fuck you, fuck them. Let them get whatever they're going to get. And that's it. And leave that shit alone. Yeah, we, we're at a point where social distancing is probably going to not social distancing, but people are going to start resuming life again because almost everybody's going to open up by like the 15th of this month. So, you know, people are going to go about their business, but now, you know, you guys being in New York or closer to New York, you're all seeing that this brand new strain is out there that's killing kids of this craziness. Yes, that's the thing. So that's now. They're not even talking about. I mean, yeah, you did, I think in the last three days, you had like three or four kids die of this, like, it's not the normal death that you get from um, COVID. It's like a, a special thing. And you're going, damn, man, what is going on here? And, and we're not prepared. The White House is a fucking joke. I mean, yeah, there's no other way to call it. It's a joke. Yeah, you know how. Fucking hot in numbers, too. They ain't trying to do nothing. They ain't no test, nothing. Like, you know like what? he doesn't want blood on his hands, so he's trying to push it to the governors of each state, which is the dumbest Yeah, like they're in independent country. Yeah, because I'm like, let's say New York. Okay, let's say they said New York City most likely won't open. But let's say if um, Jersey, let's say if Pennsylvania open. I know a lot of people that work in Pennsylvania that works in New York City. So if you're traveling from PA with the virus, you bring it into New York. So I'm like... Oh, all these governors have to be on the same page, at least in the tri-state plus Pennsylvania area. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it got so bad. Now, this is something they never do. When Obama speaks up about Trump, you know it's in a really bad situation because no matter what you say or really what you think, they're in the same fucking fraternity. And they're high-ranking members of that fraternity. 
And for Obama yes. to actually say something negative towards Trump, it meant that that line is so far wiped out that we don't even know what's the bounce, what's the bounce back. Here's the scary part, guys, for me. You got a certain amount of people who are going to die from this. But the people who are going to die financially due to this virus is going to be worse than the deaths itself. You're going to have people hold businesses that they've had in families for years upon years wiped out. And rich people are going to come in and scoop all that shit up. I was just trying to explain that to somebody because they, there's some people in the, in trying to stop rent. But I'm like, you can't stop rent without stopping mortgages. Because if I own a building and, the, and my tenants is paying rent, how am I supposed to pay my mortgage? And they like, well, they put the mortgage, they put that mortgage on the back end. But you can't just freeze the rent. You have to put the rent on the back end or something. I need to be able to make my money to pay the mortgage. Yeah, but you know what? That's a that's a great part of the master plan. He he goes into default, or she goes into default. The the owner. Now we could buy up all this foreclosure property because think about it. These fucking mom and pop stores, say mom and pops is running them today. They own them. Yep. In four months, they'll be employees of the same stores that they own because somebody will just buy it and put the same person under salary who used to own it. Crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact with that um, rent because people are definitely saying the same thing with the rent because I have a three-family house <clears throat> and people saying freeze the rent. Okay, I'm using that to uh, to take care of the building as well, and I have yeah. two tenants who have lost their jobs. You know, or they you know they un- unemployment now, and I, at best, all I could do is talk to them and say, listen, I understand what's going on, of course, but pay something. Yeah, something at least. And then we'll work we'll work out the de- the rest later, you know. And then it's upon me if I had an issue with the mortgage company. Now I got now I gotta go work out a deal with them over here. And then the yeah. sad part about the banks is how they was bailed out back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, they're gonna get, you know, bailed out again here. And the sad part about with them is they're not taking the mortgage and putting the mortgage on the back end. The mortgage is on the front end. Here's their grandiose plan, and you can go see it on Bank of America's website. They have, you, they'll defer the they'll, they they deferring the mortgage for three months, mm-hmm. but on the fourth on the fourth month you have to pay the three months plus the fourth month. You got so you got to make four mortgage payments. Oh, that's, that's asinine. That's yeah. asinine. That's yeah, like I said, man, this is a this is going to be a huge grab when this is all said and done and everybody gets back, and the debt has piled up, the people who can pay the debt will own everything. And, uh, and then, and then there's this wrong. Um, okay. there's, there's this guy. I was, I was saying there's this guy, right? The same thoughts that I um believe in. You know how, like, when the, um, when the, when, when the crisis first started, you're in a business. We, we've been told just as average Joes, always save for a rainy day. Always have, you know, excess cash, three to six months of savings or more if possible. How are you in a business, the MTA, 
uh, Delta Airlines, this business, that business from industries, and we're two weeks into a crisis, and you're asking for a bailout. You you had money, you know, you're making money every quarter, every every quarter, and, and but now money's available, so everybody's broke. All of these major businesses is broke. Yeah, that's what Airlines happened too when they came out with the yeah. small business loans here, and like you had like McDonald's able to get a small business loan, which was crazy. <laughs> They were taking it. He, this guy was on the news. He said, "Listen, he owns like four barbershops. He could not be able to get a loan because these big corporations was able to file for small business loans, even though some of them did give it back. But that's not fair, right? It is. Yeah, Harvard, Harvard got a loan. The Los Angeles Lakers got a loan. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Those well, they took back Harvard's money, and the Lakers sent theirs back. Thank God. But this is we have to realize this." Even with loss of lives, massive loss of lives, somebody's always looking to profit. That is the way capitalism goes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. And that's all they care about is capitalism. Because who says that when the vaccine, whoever comes out with the vaccine is going to be trillionaires? Yep. Fuck, fuck billions. They're going to be trillionaires. That's why it's a They're going to leap right over the billions. Yep. You know? Well, guys, my phone, unfortunately, I had to do this show through my phone, which I've never done before. I usually do it through my computer. But I'm, like, on 3% phone, and I'm nowhere near my charger. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why you might be hearing a little feedback, and I apologize for that. Yeah, but that's, it's going to be what it is because usually, we're usually pretty clear, so. But I'm glad to get this one in, and I appreciate your feedback. And I want both of you gentlemen to remain healthy. Definitely. Have a good one, everyone. Yes, you sir. too. Enjoy. Bones. Bones. Hit yes, me sir. up if you're thinking about golfing, man. I can help you out. I can help you out. I don't want okay, you throwing okay, away yeah. money buying garbage. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening, and I thank Bones and uh, Netboy for calling, and I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours. All right, peace out, fellas.